0: Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to the Blast From Cast From. It's a music podcast. My name is Walter Kaup. I'm joined by my co host, Tom Dickenhauer. And Tom, I turn to you, ask you a key question. It's on the minds of the people out there, and you're the person to answer it. The DVD, should it make a
1: comeback? I think it should, because you feel less precious over a DVD. And in that, there's a kind of relaxation in your viewing pleasure because I think people get quite precious with Blu-rays and 4K and all this stuff, and with with all these modern cuts that are happening for all the everyone's pleasures, I would uh, I would rather a large DVD collection. But you don't feel you wouldn't feel terrible if it burned out if you paid 50p for pretty much every DVD, um, you wouldn't feel so bad. But it you can go be out nice there thing. right now and get a <coughs> fairly decent film collection going. Yeah, but with 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 the the modern players. They will uh, allegedly upscale the DVD, so it's not even like you're suffering that much. And how much detail do you really need to see? Do you need to see sliced Stallone's yeah, nose let's, hairs? Ca- let's calm down with this. this. This detail. Sweet porn was better when you couldn't see every nook and cranny. The DVD was the, the dimming of the lights for the lovemaking of real life. Which DVD are you going out and getting tomorrow, then? The Super Mario Brothers movie. The original. To combat all this... Uproar of joy with this new animated farce. The real Super Mario Brothers got made in 1993. I think that's when it was made. Bob 93. Hoskins. Ninety- the, th- I think the late, right, great, right. the late, great Bob Hoskins and May the late, great John Leguizamo. <laughs> As they the got witchy, together. The
0: backwards cap.
1: Yep, they got together and made a film. And I'll tell you what. Uh, Dennis Hopper's in there as well. Should we just review Super, <laughs> Super Mario yeah, Brothers nineteen we, ninety three? Change our mind here. I think there's a far
0: more interesting topic.
1: Is it? Is it weird that it's thirty years ago that, that like there's a Super Mario Brothers animated film two thousand twenty three? It's coming out, and the the live action was nineteen ninety three. Is that? Do they wait thirty years just to kind of cleanse the the palate, or is that just a coincidence? You think it's a strange one, isn't it? Because the yeah. that was the I
0: mean, it was not long after the big frenzy of mario mario was very big in the early 90s and quite the if you're expecting something like the game that was quite the disappointment
1: it would be like if there was if they just randomly decided they were going to make a mario kart game as well but instead of um little computer characters on go-karts it was like a biker gang (laughs) who went about terrorizing the nation anyway we're not here to talk about we are certainly not
0: (laughs) the topic of today's episode Um, surprising one for a music podcast, but just nonetheless, as we will guide you
1: to that logical conclusion. This podcast is going to have the right ingredients to be an entertaining listen, I tell you. We're going to chop up some vegetables. We're going to boil some stock. Um, We're going to spice up
0: this dry, flavorless topic with some... (laughs) We're going to whap it in. We're going to whap it in. Uh, it's going to be some, some real good tuck. And it's, uh, it's going to be a pucker experience for us and the listeners, hopefully. So here he is. Well, not literally. He's not joining us in the
1: podcast. <laughs> oh, <just> wh- <laughs> wow. <laughs> Star power, finally, on this podcast.
0: Um, chef, restaurateur, author. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> television presenter, activist, philanthropist, voiceover actor. And recording artist Jamie Oliver. This is this is probably one of the most famous people in the country, isn't it? Certainly among
1: people of a certain demographic over the age of thirty. Yeah, I think there's Jamie Oliver, there's Boris Johnson, and there's Piers Morgan, and they're all hated for different reasons. <laughs> well, let's. I mean, so just just
0: on that, you everybody's probably got a Jamie Oliver. If there's ever been a celebration of some sort like a Christmas or a birthday and someone's not been sure what to get you, you've probably got a Jamie Oliver book yeah. in, your, um, <laughs> in your bookshelf. In fact,
1: as he leans back, oh. please tell me. Save with
0: Jamie. <laughs> Shop yeah. smart, cook clever, waste less. There's his, uh, there's his uncorrected teeth wow. grinning back at me. Um, and the front, and the front cover here, uh, he's going to help me save money. Anyone listening to this, go look in your bookshelf right now. There's going to be one of these, <laughs> at
1: least you one. Even, you won't even know you got it. it'll just it'll just suddenly appear, like a magician is like. If you look into your pocket, is that your card?
0: Um, so actually, I've, I wrote my own biography for him. But book? You've got certainly. a recipe book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'd take, obviously, when I was uh, studying the background of this uh, fellow, um, there, there's, there's actually a mini biography in this book here. I need not have bothered so very 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 famous um author apparently the best selling not the best selling non-fiction author in the history of uh, great britain and the united kingdom and the second biggest selling author of any kind of genre behind jk rowling rowling jk rowling that can't be right that is well according to what i read on the famous uh the famous I research. Uh, I mean, research. We're,
1: fi- we're finding out the bad bunnies are the most streamed artists, so Jamie Oliver being, like, the biggest bookseller ever is not going to make any difference to how deplorable I find modern <laughs> modern life. Uh, but that's me. I'm a terrible negative person. But let's hopefully serve up some humble pie with this review of this man's character. <laughs> so you're not off there.
0: So, I mean, there's lots that there's lots this... This great person has to offer. So again, lots of charity work, um, lots of oh hey, take it easy. I don't, I'm not okay. <laughs>
1: Make me the bad guy,
0: alright? <laughs> lots of um, uh, you know the whole school dinners thing. Lots of uh, activism around getting rid of turkey Twizzlers,
1: for, but <laughs> but they came back. <laughs> yeah. The greatest comeback since Vince McMahon. Uh, ruining Nobody everybody's
0: would. Good time for you know fast food enjoyment um things like that. And received lots of accolades. Um, as an MBE, so he's on the the honour list. Why is he so hateable? <laughs> I
1: think he's just he's I.
0: I would say Jamie Oliver is like the archetype of a a bloke. Um, a very a particular kind of bloke uh, that wears long sleeved shirts Medium. with a white t shirt underneath. Um, likely wearing a pair of khakis or relaxed fit blue jeans. <laughs> regular kind of guy inoffensive wouldn't want to spend a great deal of time with him but actually he's not harming anyone out there as far as we know anyway and certainly he's kind of that generation x type bloke kind of was an adult in the late 90s but not to be confused with a lad who were kind of maybe round about the same time so where you wouldn't choose to spend time with a you know, a bloke, uh, you're definitely hmm. not interested in spending any time with a lad. You'd probably be running uh, the other way.
1: Yeah, what, what to, to you, what's
0: the difference between a, bl- a bloke and a lad? I guess,
1: musically, I think a bloke is probably what Liam Gallagher thinks he is, and a lad is what J.B. Oliver thinks he is, but neither of them are, if you get what I mean. Like, the actual common people... Oh, pulp reference. Common people version of them would be the kind of the lad... It's just the, oh, hey, I'll, you know, call her up, thinks he's the dude. And a bloke is the kind of guy that's going to be too loud once he's had his seventh pint and you don't want to be around him. Whereas the lad probably thinks he's going to go away with every girl in the bar. So, yeah,
0: they, they both go to the football game. The, the oh, bloke yeah. goes with his dad, maybe. Um, he still, still still talks to him. Um, and the lad goes with, you know,
1: his mate, soy oi!
0: A penknife, potentially
1: and then you get people like us (laughs) the crumbs in between the couch cushion guys (laughs)
0: yes the 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 scum of society the 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 forgotten maybe one day we'll drink tea together and do we really mean that so this yeah this khaki wearing lumberjack
1: shirt sounds like a way insult him this khaki wearing (laughs) sounds so
0: aggressive (laughs) um so how did how did he how did he come to be all right, that's the question. How does this... Oh, have got to have this conversation with you. So his mum uh, yeah, loved well, his father. <laughs> and how, did he, uh, how did he come... I think they, this is a thing. People do find... I mean, people obviously love him as well. There's a segment out there that they absolutely love him to make him the most famous. But then maybe it is the just the byproduct of you don't know what else to do, so you buy a Jamie Oliver book. But hugely, massively successful. Yeah. He starts off late 90s um, as a sous chef. Uh, he gets on this television show. When does he start whapping it up? Yeah, so The River Cafe was... There was some TV show about that, and he appeared on that. And then... They, <laughs> when does he start whapping it? Um, and then he segued into The Naked Chef, which was a series of books uh, as well as a television show now. He wasn't actually naked now. He was not naked. So this is the this is a very confusingly titled situation for him to be known by. Uh, apparently uh, this refers to the unencumbered way in which he cooks and puts together recipes which is not fancy and doesn't rely on specific measurements lazy really i guess a lazy white man who uh, for whom everything is (laughs) basically handed to them because they're they're massively inoffensive
1: you know you know what's quite funny as well like don't Google The Naked Chef because the images, I was like, I wonder what you looked like back then. I'm getting a lot of um, hairy man cooking when I Google this. But there is a very terrifying picture of Jamie Oliver, from, I'm assuming from a snapshot of the show, where he looks like a, sh- like a really shady PlayStation 2 character, but also the sister of the main wifey in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer, Rose. That's who he looks like. Just a very unusual looking fellow.
0: Yeah, he again he was kind of that bloke, bloke from when he was he's like a young bloke, um in the early two thousands. Very very much of that era there, that the 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 kind of enjoyment of that what what he kind of became. We did just to take us back there we didn't actually watch any of the, the naked chef TV show, that would be too much, but we watched some of the yeah. Sainsbury's adverts. Oh um, which kind of gave a I guess a forced glimpse of what his life might like be like as you know a bloke with a volkswagen van um cooking for his friends with great skill but with simple simple ingredients
1: and then his shock at returning home for those same ingredients to be at a reasonable price in a local store wow a bit like his what was his one pound meals recently I'm like it's not actually one pound meals i want you to go out and make make a meal this is what we lead into why i don't, I, I can't get to like him there's like a insincerity and, and little bits here and there not enough to be over the top but there's a little why am i attacking this guy sorry you you lead the way so
0: that's not yeah that's kind of one of the criticisms is some of the things that, like especially when he's talking about price points and things he doesn't quite have a frame of reference that's never ever been his life um from what we can tell at least uh, there is somebody on that's got a youtube channel that does this um i watched somebody make a meal with a pound um and they were it was terrible of, they were <laughs> here's <laughs> some hot water and, was, a, and a pot noodle uh, it was depressing so what he he went to whichever supermarket it was it was a british fella um obviously because it's a pound we're talking about he wasn't <laughs> paid for things with a pound in america and um, that would have been impressive like go to amazing. an
1: american shop i have a pound here
0: well, all right we could do a deal involved. but yeah he kind of went and bought um He bought like tiny vegetables and things that, so if you, and he weighed, you know, that thing where you put them on the scale and it gives you a price uh, for the weight. So he was kind of trying to weigh things up and I think he made a little stew or something, but also part of it was foraging for like nettles and things that he could make into a rather sad salad. Uh, Also scavenging condiments from restaurants and things was part of the deal
1: as well. That's a little bit of cheating though, come on, that's the... That's a company having to pay for your little set. Uh, uh, yeah, that's somebody else. Uh. <laughs> that's, mm, yeah, I I, I need to get from A to B in a car, but I, all I did was siphon fuel from other cars, and that's <laughs> how I got there. I didn't spend a penny.
0: But so yeah, that's a different sort of level to what uh, Jamie is suggesting, which is, is sort of buy in bulk, have a freezer that you can go into your your gouty garage walking. and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that, that is a criticism of his. Yeah, we're kind of wandering all over the place. I'm trying to kind of get us to where we want to be. Um, but we do have to go back in time to the Naked Chef days, um, where he had the television show and he also had the books. The Naked Chef, The Return of the Naked Chef, Happy Days with the Naked Chef, which I want to question that uh, title. And yeah, so he was kind of he was a hot thing in the early 2000s. And he also is a drummer. Oh, I had no idea. He doesn't talk about it ever of sorts um so we did we again we watched a video of him explaining how he related how he learned the drums to how he cooks is this a fair summary he just fancied it Mm. and did it
1: from both things it sounds like he doesn't like being told what to do um both in his drum lessons and his cooking which is quite a petulant attitude like Oh, so this drummer was telling me you need good posture, and to keep yeah, The time teacher limited. tried to
0: <laughs> yeah tell, tell him how to drum, basically. Yeah,
1: I I I fought against that. It's not like a it's not like he's breaking barriers of new ground. I'm assuming he was a really annoying sous chef as well. Like, oh, you want me to, to do that? That was be what the meal's supposed to look like. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be all right. No, no, I'm gonna break free. Um, but with this drumming, it sounds like a a child who was gifted a drum set and then was like, well, I want lessons, and then. Didn't like the way the lessons went, so they just made it up, and then everyone got around at Christmas time and clapped to whatever they did with their little sticks. God, we're really, really taking this guy really
0: to the spoiled child that became a, a man. There's nothing about that in early life. Um, he was born in Essex. Trevor and Sally, the parents, they ran a pub and restaurant, uh, which is where he practiced his uh, cooking skills with the old parents and and his sister. Very slim detail there, but yeah. So basically, got his start in the restaurant industry from mum and dad, and then went from thing to thing. Anyway, we have finally arrived at the, the music part of the music podcast. I don't recall this being released at the time, in the year 2000, all the way back then. We're talking 23 years ago now, if you can believe it. For people who are, for whoever reason, are young enough uh, to not remember this and are listening to this, this is like pre-playlists, you know, streaming service playlist days when we had com- uh, compilation CDs were a thing, where it was just there was, there was lots of these, you got them in free magazines you got them for random themes, things like that um, and one of these random themes was uh, Jamie Oliver's compilation CD Jamie's Cookin' that's with the apostrophe there, no G Music to Cook By which was released in the year 2000 and presumably released for you to put in your little kitchen CD player um, and cook by this uh, compilation
1: now with a a lot of these things as well and i'm kind of blissfully unaware of a lot and the more modern stuff you've shared with me i'm kind of glad but this stuff happened in the background and i'm glad it wasn't in my peripheral but things like this it's not just that it it existed but when you i'm assuming we're going to delve into the track list briefly but these aren't songs to cook to i don't know who they're for but this is like a student in the 90s late 90s playlist in their dorm room or just some 18 year old in his room you know before he goes down to help mommy and daddy cook
0: well yes. i so i did cook by this music i tested it out um,
1: huh. I, <laughs> <laughs> wow. a meal new research uh, i like this
0: <laughs> with this just to see what it was like it did um i did kind of want to watch tfi friday or perhaps uh, early series of big brother um after i'd made the meal it just good. it really took me mm-hmm. back there yeah. um that's the idea behind it it is so my guess is that they asked him to come up his with his favorite music. song. <laughs> yeah. And he it's just, not music
1: to design to cook to. It's he just, a, what um,
0: went to his rather unimaginative mahogany uh, CD rack and took out every second CD uh, and said, Here's some songs that I'd like to include.
1: A theme that will not be lost in later uh, installments of his musical talents of, I've got a couple of random things, but let's make a big thing out of it. Um, hmm. Hey. Wait,
0: let's 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 oh, get this arrived there when we when we do. Um, so first track. All right, if you were to guess which song would be the song that Jamie Oliver would choose as the first track on his compilation album, um, the vanilla. What? Well, how do you? It's it's uh, dance in the moonlight by Toploader. Toploader's right, so, <laughs>
1: Top is the most Jamie Oliver band there's ever been.
0: It's the most south of England guy of this demographic of this age range with
1: not a huge interest in music that's the one would that help as well because that was obviously must have been in his car or like his he must have bought that cd recently and he thought oh oh, but really really enjoying this because it's just come out and i love this this is going to be the future thinking i'll open up with a banger but um Wow, I top, top loader. Are, are they still going? I hope not, but man, I don't, don't know. I have no feel for whether they made that, anything else apart from do that. Do you know that? Just that break from the year 1999 to the year 2000. There was a little bit of uncertainty. Like, well, let's talk briefly about outside things, you know, YTK, all that stuff. And there's a weirdness, yeah. like going from the 90s to 2000s, but. The year 2000, that break into, and you got things like this. There was changes in the way television was, the way, even like sports and stuff, and, and music and the way films and we stuff You said work. goodbye to the glorious oh, 90s. Glorious. Stuff. But this, the 2000s took a long time to like even get started to kind of feel like anything. And it's just that little year and a half period of 2000, 2001, and then just, just 2002. You got a little bit of flavor or something, but things like Jimmy Oliver coming along and Top Loader, and who else do we have? I mean, goodness me. The next one yeah
0: top loaders like i don't know it's like a it makes me think of the words gap year just <laughs> yeah, the, yes. so yeah let's just i mean we could we could go i think i i think if you anybody that knows jay mulliver if you sort of start to ask them to just listen some, some artists out they're i think they're going to get 80 percent of these Would <laughs> you would you agree with that i think if you were to guess you might get a lot of these
1: yeah just google top hits in the year 2099 you'll get every single one of these almost and- uh, occasionally, some 1993 ones, but that's maybe just a holdover from when he yeah, was younger. From when he was younger, he remembers
0: uh, Motorcycle Emptiness by Manic Street Preachers, which is oh, nice. I mean,
1: sneaker pimps. Do you remember, like, even I just, some of these oh, names I've
0: forgotten, actually, so I might not have been able to. They guess. reopened
1: crevices in my brain. That Finley had been K? Shut. Oh.
0: Finley Quay, is that how you say his name? Um, oh. from, from Edinburgh, uh, born in Edinburgh, apparently.
1: Good, good for you. Good for <laughs> you.
0: Yeah, the the Charlatans, this kind of. Oh. So you're they are you're mixing again. You know, he's not. We're not he's there was no, no nothing hugely surprising here. You could yeah. you could look at his face, yeah, and read this track list out. And if
1: uh, top loader is the Jamie Oliver of the music world, the Charlatans are the top loader of the music world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they're the top loader of the Jamie Oliver world. Um, I- <laughs> Right here, right now, by Fatboy no. Slim, so mixing in a wee bit of dance, but nothing.
1: It's it... chaotic. This is what I'm saying. To you. There's not music to cook to. You get that? Yeah, we, yeah, we've established that. We know it. There's no absolutely no way. Like it's just this weird, like dance intense dance tunes, and then random horrible late '90s. I don't even know what I call them bads, I don't know what they, there was that period of that. Like Charlotte's Topliris style, where like you don't know if they're actually playing instruments. It just feel. It just felt weird there was a creepiness there was like a like an old haunted house feeling about these guys just there was something not right gomez that was an a uh, band name that i hadn't heard for quite
0: some time as well oh just being honest. just this, this makes me feel uncool just listening to it i don't
1: know if that makes any sense
0: uh, having listened to this on the music streaming service there um this is probably going to ruin some of my recommendations for quite some time there she goes by the Laz. that's like the that's like the top loader of
1: the early 90s isn't it just reminds me of "So I Married an Axe Murder," which I referenced earlier on. I love that film. Stay for a nightcap,
0: but the actual—and this is the this is the this is the kicker—the actual last song on the on the compilation, which isn't actually a song available on any streaming devices. You have to you have to search for it, and it's quite it was quite difficult to to find. Um, incidentally, if you want to go and purchase this album, you can do so um, from various second-hand sources i notice on discogs if you wanted to get the mini disc version of this which is probably the most year 2000 piece of technology oh, i think wow. I, um you're gonna have to pay 139 pounds for that there's only one person that has it and they're not letting oh. it go uh, easily <laughs> <laughs> someone maybe it's uh, like we've spoken before was that uh, what was that album that like got stolen from the studio oh by the one we were talking about by the the shags
1: yeah and it's like maybe the similar thing this this person that owns this mini disc, they don't want to destroy it because you know everything's part of history but they're like we can't let this go there but they didn't realize that there's other ways to they, they didn't predict you know streaming and be able to re- re- reach it again they probably thought this isn't gonna have much of a reach this, this um
0: if i had that kind of disposable income i might potentially <laughs> buy that and just for
1: you know when you you've got so much money just, just to have
0: it a weird thrill
1: yeah like um, <laughs> it's almost it, like that time you buy the expensive wine just to be like i wonder if it is and then you're disappointed Cause
0: well you you might know that I'm a bit of a vinyl collector and there's been albums <gasps> that I've been after and you see the price point that reaches over hundred pounds and you're like oh that's a bit of a shame I'm never going to pay that amount for that yeah. you know classic album that there's there's only a few copies of this yeah. to see
1: Jamie Oliver's at cooking Jamie on mini disc for one hundred thirty nine pounds <laughs> is fast I mean if it was if it was the only way to hear it for vinyl or this weird mini disc. I would consider it. But the fact you can you can hear music anywhere, any medium, that kind of stuff. There's no there's no hidden uh, music. There's always a way to hear it or find it and all that kind of stuff. It was one sort of weird, like if there was a vinyl that was like five hundred quid it was like, Well, this is the only vinyl that was ever made of this record or this piece of music, I'd be like, Oh my god, I gotta have this. I mean you'd be thick the whole time, you'd be on that, you know, bid, bid, bid. Um so you'd have to you'd have to get some loose trousers and relax, but um i think because it's so readily available there would be no passion in me that would get that but i, I get your feeling which is that the perverted i need i got to know well maybe Five there's some six.
0: like maybe the, maybe there's some famous mini disc completist that i don't know about that um this person who's got this is just like they're they're gonna get around to me eventually and it'll be 139 pounds mm. thank you very much <laughs> they, they've also got a head in the freezer anyway back to jamie's cooking um, the final track is by his own band, Scarlet Division, um, and the song Sundial, which was also released as a single uh, round about this time as well. We had a listen to that, and how how did that hit you? God, the year two
1: thousand. Gar- <laughs> yeah, he's a garbage fan, and uh, he's also a fan of uh, that di- like sort of dance, you know, music that was featured in the Matrix. And what's that? I think he uses it later on in one of the things we're going to talk about. But you know, what was that fake? It wasn't a record. Scratch, but it was that fake you kind of, it was almost computer done scratching he loves that he absolutely loves that <laughs> he found it and loved it and felt like he he didn't want to let it go so that I, as far as I can tell, this is scarlet division's
0: only record release at any point,
1: and for yeah. that we can be thankful
0: <laughs> um but again this is so this is a guy that just fancies he fancies doing stuff, doesn't he and he does it yeah
1: it is a bit like a a spoiled child and this is why it's hard to like him because it's very much like you know i just felt like doing this thing and i did it and there was no restrictions you're like oh you know you know people do struggle in in life and it makes opportunity just (laughs) knocks for him all the time doesn't it constantly (laughs) knocking (laughs) he just fell into a pit of and came out with a pocket full of cash um and somehow you know he gained an inch taller and uh, he drove home in a Mercedes that wasn't his. I don't know how you describe it. It's just uh, he pulled a Homer, that kind of thing. So yeah, he's
0: fancy doing that. He's got a compilation there. You can see his his side, his blonde sideburn face on the cover Ugh. there, inspiring you into whatever meal it is you're gonna cook from his Naked Chef book. So obviously, we we fast forward. We do like a fast forward through years and years of television shows, cookery books, um, MBEs, uh, campaigning against junk food campaigning for better meals for the children etc etc grammy not grammy emmy award winning yeah lots of lots of success order of the star of italy i'm not even sure i know what that is i'm presuming it's to do with the country italy Uh, italian food being his specialty which is another thing interesting about that compilation you think he'd you know, if, if Italian food's a specialty, there's nothing more inspiring when you're cooking oh, Italian toast.
1: If it had been that, like, that's what I'm saying. This is why you are talking about the lad bloke thing. I think he's a bit of both, because that that compilation was just so laddish and, like, CD collection, like you said. But if it had been some, like, even if it was the obvious ones, like, when the moon hits you, right, or, like, some old Italian, like, even if it's a little bit pretentious, like, some old Italian, like, guy on a guitar you'd never heard of, or beautiful pianos and things like that, like, this is for cooking. I'd have been like, oh, okay, he's... He was a bit you know, on his high horse and that, but it was like a nice wee album to be like, this is when you would do like saute the, the, the shallots and all that stuff, and it's like beautiful uh, orchestral things in the background. That would be a different kettle of fish, but like it doesn't make any sense. Like all his influences, none of it comes out in any of his choices musically. Instead, you're waiting for your linguine to boil while you listen to Jamiroquai. It's not quite the same experience. It sounds like a like a double entendre of, like, oh, boy, he's making my linguine boil. <laughs>
0: But the music, the musicianship is not over. Uh, We know that because um, very recently, sort of pandemic era, uh, he decided that he was going to scratch that itch again, just fancy doing it, Um, and became a musician once again, I believe, soundtracking one of his own television shows um, about Mm. togetherness and, and cooking together. So again there was a little sort of making of uh video where which Mm -hmm. i don't know infuriating's not quite (laughs) accurate i think you're just sort of resigned (laughs) at this point aren't you when you're watching him explain (laughs)
1: his creative process it'd be like seeing a sort of influencer like handling um robert johnson's guitar and be like man can you imagine like hitting it as they're playing you're like "Ooh, that's a piece of history um what are you doing with it um there's a. Uh, I don't have deserve. I mean, there's like um, there's heaps of people who have recorded at Abbey Road Studios. Some deserving, some not. But to see this chef waltzing in, saying that I once plinked on my grand's piano um, with some tunes that don't actually sound like music, <laughs> I'll, I'll add an orchestra around it. Just whap it in. I mean, musically, that's what it is. And his description of how easy music is, uh, and to bring in. The simplicity of the Beatles uh, yeah, I mean can, was laughable. You could
0: equate... Um, yeah, so Revolver by the Beatles was recorded at Abbey Road Studios. And yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Just so, so, so simple.
1: It. I mean, those guys just... I mean, it was like, whap this, shallots that, and your guitar goes like bing, bang, bong, and that's that's music. That's how easy it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: there was no need to reference the Beatles, was there really? Just... to. Uh, but
1: that that was... So that was his... That
0: was his philosophy behind it. It was, Although, um, was this,
1: if you've got your girlfriend or your family coming around, don't worry about it. But if you've got important people, I can't remember. He tried to make a point about caring about what you're cooking, but he was like, "Only do it by yourself." And I was like, "Was this like a slight masturbation reference?" You know, don't don't bother. You know, really bringing out the good stuff for people you know. But when it's your, you're here on your own, take care of yourself. And this seems like a little gift to him. So I don't know who allowed him to do this, or if he just pay money to do it. Is it like, you know, I can't remember the name of the director, and I wish I, I, I'd i Googled it beforehand, but uh, there's that guy who was like, he was like a like a millionaire, and he just made films with himself starring in them. He like curly hair, he was a weird-looking guy, but he always just sort of commissioned films that he would be in. This had the same feeling of like, this is unbelievable indulgence, yet yeah, he's got access to all these things, it doesn't actually make any sense. You just have to kind of throw your hands up there the air and go, yeah, okay, Jamie Oliver plinking on the piano abbey road and an orchestra behind it it's just so it's, it's ridiculous.
0: yeah it's somewhat amusing that it's so you can find this on your with the streaming service of your choice it's jamie oliver is the credit for this album and it's just that's the quite funny thing about it. so the, I, I feel really bad actually i don't even remember the fellow's name so there's a conductor um who helped him well, helped, <laughs> hmm. really helped him write this music. Yeah. So they, 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 the tune, some, well, I mean, some of his piano is included in there, this sort of um, pedestrian piano, Plinky just as a token gesture, but this conductor sort of then writes everything else <laughs> around it so that his contribution is kind of um, questionable, I think is probably a good way of putting it.
1: You can see through it. It's a bit like um, the auto-tune for the voice. This was like auto-tune for a piano, like his little sad little things coming through occasionally and then just a big orchestral thing in the background i just couldn't believe it like this is so ridiculous it's like a spoiled child being you know applauded for it is the shags well he gets he gets to win again really so i mean
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) jamie wins again (laughs) sly wins this one again and good for good for him um, it was just in that video that we'd watched, which was kind of the making of
1: yeah. that music. I mean, I, this is what I'm saying. This is why... Abbey kind of... Road
0: Studios. And then
1: <laughs> him, him is...
0: he's Just as like the final shot as this, you know, the conductor mm. conducting everything, the orchestra um, going for it. Um, and then him in the background just sort of videotaping. Well, not yeah.
1: me, uh, Recording it on his phone. And I just... And they, they, I don't know if it's uh, whatever streaming service I used, but they... they Front cover of what is used is just him smugly leaning up against a shed, but it's just a photo. There's no album cover. It's just see. I'm assuming there's some sort of something wrong with that because it's just an <laughs> annoying smug photo of him. It can't, it's so bold, and you just can't help but look at it. And I had to actually when I was listening to this for this podcast, uh, I, had to, I had to like turn it away or like go on another menu so I didn't have to look at it. But this is another thing. I wouldn't. It wasn't. For, it wasn't for you in this stupid podcast. I wouldn't have watched that annoying video, and I wouldn't have seen this album. So. Like, I'm kind of glad there was Ignorance as Bliss, but um, I just feel, I feel poisoned now. It's like, oh, go go and touch that kettle, would you tell them? (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, I I know it's hot. No, no, go on, touch it. Ah! That was this album. Yeah, uh, looking at kind of the the
0: advertising and the press about it as well, there's not really much mention of the other people that were involved in the creation of this um, album either. But, you know, whatever. I'm sure they got paid for it. And um, so the the thing itself was
1: actually not bad, wasn't it? <laughs> Relatively good listen. This is probably music to cook by, maybe. Possibly. It's very grand sounding though. I mean the only song I actually really liked. I think it's called Sunrise. That is it. That but that sounds so much like what he was going for in that um compilation, like that kind of dance almost, but like I, I guess it's almost like Annie Lennox back in. But it was a pleasant listen. But like you're right, this is more of a music to cook by album than the, the one that was actually called that. And there, I noticed that um, he's still making music.
0: Um, there was a recent... <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a 2022, you saw it as well. The and there's A 2023 single. Yeah, um, I saw that one, which is even more one. ridiculous. More he fancied
0: heavy. it, he's going to continue
1: to do it, um, and you can't stop him, all right? It, it does have the feeling of the people need me. They need to. They need my sound. It's the uh, feel, feel my heat. Yeah, he's he's got two, two songs, singles out in uh, 2023 at the minute. I mean, he's he's occupying space on these streaming devices.
0: Um, what? So I could check this. What would you guess was the monthly listens for Jamie
1: Oliver? I'll say just I'm um, slight cheating, just because I saw what the numbers were at for one of these singles. I think uh, I'll say five thousand monthly listens. So not a chart topper, certainly. Uh, the <laughs> monthly
0: listens for Jamie Oliver is uh, one hundred and eighty-eight. One hundred eighty-eight lost souls. Well, it would have been one hundred and eighty-six until very recently.
1: Oh no, is that us? We've done that. Have we <laughs> put, oh my god. We've contributed to his joy. <laughs> He'll have been watching the ticker. <gasps> Two more. <laughs> so I'm assuming that's all he does nowadays when he's when he's really he's working his sound. he he's Ross from Friends with that piano, that's what he is. Um so not
0: the same success with the old cookery books as the the music, but there's still time. Um he's still relatively young, so if this is his next uh, passion project then going
1: to be the next John Lennon for Britain. Well, I mean, uh, all he has
0: to do is think up some generic piano riff in his head and then hand it off to a trained musician, which sounds like a recipe for success. Lucky duck. Mmm, duck. And that's all we're going to... That's all the time we're going to allot for Jamie Oliver. That's all
1: he deserves, don't you? <laughs> what, whatever the future holds, we'll be there for it. That's for, that's for sure. Absolutely. Well, can we... Well, Will we reconvene... If he ever releases a second album, like a proper album... Will we review it? Yes, I would like him to sing. Yeah, that's that, I honestly thought that was, was going to happen. I because I heard a little bit of singing on that, and I thought it was him, but there's no way it was him. So because he doesn't do the
0: drums on this, that's his no. his thing. Was that he's a drummer? He does the piano apparently. Um, so he's
1: obviously it does he? I'd rather he well, drummed. Uh, <laughs> he's hitting the piano like he would a drum set. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's rather furious uh, tapping at the old keys there, isn't it? Um, but yeah, if if singing's the next stage, then I definitely want to be for there to hear what that sounds like. What, what would you, if you were to guess by... Like, I mean, I'm, I've got that book open now. Uh, in the first page, there's sort of a aerial shot of him stabbing a ch- lamb joint, I think. What? Um, looking up at... Aerial shot? Yeah, so from a shot what, like from, a, from,
1: like, the mountains?
0: What? No, no, not that high. So, like, from directly <laughs> That's above. That's why so I would like... say
1: an aerial shot is... I think you're just, like, a high angle, maybe. All right, so... Like, from a helicopter.
0: <laughs> that would be amazing. Just... All right, so my phraseology <laughs> was slightly off there. Yeah, but like a high, a very high angle shot. So not, yeah. so high angle to me would be like off to the, the sort of left there. This is like right above him hmm. for whatever so, reason. So, You're saying
1: it's like a threat, like like this or this is what you'll we'll end up <laughs>
0: like. I don't know why I'm hovering over him in this sort of scenario, but yeah, he's, he's stabbing at this meat. He's looking at me. Um, he's got a couple of other knives handy. He's, of course, got a lumberjack shirt on with a T-shirt underneath. Um, rolled up to the elbows he, I'm, I'm trying to picture what if he if he just started singing from this um, scene <laughs> that's what, where the video starts that'd be amazing <laughs> what that would sound like and who it would i would liken it to
1: this slam is rare but my love for you i cannot bear stab 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 stab. Oh, <laughs> i thought you were gonna go The slam is my lamb the slam is your lamb. <laughs> <laughs> next time
0: okay thank you jamie thank you tom <laughs> thank, thank you listeners um, until next time who knows what random topic we'll cover join us for the blast from cast from while you're at it blast from music and talk if you do have spotify premium or you're thinking about buying it i'm going to shill for them because you'll mm-hmm. be able to hear a podcast with talk and music mixed in Mm-hmm. it's very relaxing but for now the free stuff we wrap it up every time. We, we, we take it to the max. We take it to the max. Uh, we wrap it, uh, s- it off. We wrap we, we it off. <laughs> I, I don't want to be included in that. I don't wrap <laughs> off anything. Yeah. We zhuzh it up um, for a oh. good bit of tuck, a bit, a bit of tucker. Oh, it's pucker. It's, it's pucker and tucker. It is proper pucker for the next time on puckerfrom.com. I prefer it Halli-
1: Harriet, just to be honest. That was a good finishing line if you hadn't f***ed up his name. No, I f***ed it hard. <laughs>